When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey guys, welcome to Authentic Talks. My name is Shantae Generally, and I am your podcast host, mindset coach, as well as a mentor, entrepreneur, and author. I'm excited about today's episode. I'm talking with an author as well. You she has been in the Amazon best-selling category for over a year, and I'm excited for you guys to meet her. On today's episode, we're talking about miracles, we're talking about relationships, and we're just having an authentic talk. A casual, authentic talk is what it's all about. Before I bring on today's guest, I want to go ahead and tell you guys a little bit more about her. As the miracleologist who studies miracles, her mission is to guide and remind you that you are the miracle magnet in your own life. Through her personal experience, Bernadette has overcome challenges in every area of her life and learned that miracles are first an inside job. One must first believe and see their miracles as they call it into their life. She teaches everyday tools to use in your own personal and professional life. Your next best step toward your miracle is just around the corner. Please welcome the author of Believe It to Receive It, Activate the Miracles Waiting for You, Bernadette Rodbaugh to Authentic Talks. Authentic Talks is all about authentic conversations. This show is all about growth, love, respect, success, mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to grow, and become your authentic self, then this is the podcast for you. And I am your host, Shantae. Welcome to the show. Hi, Bernadette. Welcome to Authentic Talks. How are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm excited for you to be here too. We have some good stuff that we're going to talk about today. But before we dive in, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Oh, thank you. I'm Bernadette Rodabaugh. I'm the miracleologist. I'm an author and a miracle expert. I feel that my life purpose is to help people remember that miracles happen every day and you don't need to be special to receive miracles. And a lot of times I just hoping to give hope to people so they can start calling in their own miracles. We need this. Yes. The reason why is because we've gone through a lot of stuff over the last couple of years. Can we talk more about the miracles? Like, did something happen in your life where you were able to identify this? Basically, the first part of my life until I was about 25, I was just sick and always had something going on in my body that the doctors couldn't figure out. It was just one thing after another. And when I was about 25, I got pregnant with my son and I had severe postpartum depression and maternity depression. People don't talk about that, but I was depressed through my whole pregnancy too. And after his birth, I said, you know, other people aren't sick all the time. Other people aren't miserable. Other people don't want to lock themselves in the house and not come out. I had severe anxiety also. So I kind of got to be acrophobia where I didn't want to leave the house. I don't want this life anymore. You know, I, I'm asking for a new healthy life. And after that, I got 
showing one step to another step to another step. So everything just helped me with this process of overcoming the illnesses, overcoming the sickness, negative thinking. You know, when you don't feel good all the time, you get stuck in this cycle, this cycle, and you expect to feel bad. You don't expect to feel good. And, you know, I started feeling better. It took me to completely get over everything. It took me about a year and a half to two years, but it was a new life for me. I felt like I was born again. And uh, yeah, it, the, the world just opened up. And then I hadn't been sick or had any illnesses for 17 years or so. And I was a hairstylist during that whole time. And I just wasn't happy. You know, I was making the most money I'd ever made. I was very successful, not having to work very many hours to make really good money. It was time to raise my prices with my clients. And I didn't want to do that. I, I was going to work crying. I would come home crying. I just felt like this isn't where my soul in my heart, I knew this is not where I'm supposed to be. And so my husband, I thought I was hiding my crying. So I, I thought, you know, nobody knew I was crying. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, one night I got home at 10 and PM from doing hair all day. And my husband said, nobody should be this miserable. You don't have to be a hairdresser the rest of your life, Bernadette. You can be more than a hairdresser. You don't have to be one thing your whole life. And, you know, that the weight just poured off of me. And I gave a two week notice to all my clients and I didn't know what I was going to do. I was just like, God, show me the way. What, what should I do? I just know that I can't be this unhappy. There must be something else waiting for me. And I'm, I'm going to say within three months or so, I was guided to write a book. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what I need to do. And it just felt, you know, it just feels right in your heart. It felt right in my heart and soul. And I was like, yes, I've never wrote a book. I told my family, I told my husband and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do what? <laughs> how to write a book did you say you know English classes when you were in uh business school I'm like no I didn't I didn't take very many uh, but I just know I'm supposed to write a book I feel like God spoke to me I'm supposed to write a book and it, yeah so it just it just came with you know it, it's interesting it was an interesting process because after writing for three months I was just like getting stuff out of my head onto mm -hmm. paper I didn't know what I was going to write about but I really just unpacked all that crap we carry, you know, your, your past, all the people you need to forgive and everything. As I wrote, I just got all that stuff out of my mind. And after about three months, I then knew what the book was going to be about. You know, during that whole time, I didn't really know. I was just like, I'm going to write every day. I'm going to be dedicated. What do I want to talk about today? And so I would just write and it just, it just fell into place. So I feel very guided what, you know, and I didn't even know the name of the book until the end. It's interesting. I love your story. For anyone who's tuning in today that is going through something, they're able to know that your current situation isn't like your destiny. It's not like a forever thing. And that change can happen if we open up our hearts and our minds and we surrender to the calling. Because I call it a calling. I had a guest one time that said it's like a spiritual birth. Oh your, yeah, your book, you know, so it's like you were pregnant with this book, this idea, you know, I love it. And it's been 17 years. Yes. Yes. So I only stopped doing hair like seven, it might be more like eight or eight years ago. You know, the book had a process that I feel like it has its own life. 
you know, you know, I think a spiritual birth is perfect because I wrote the book for about a year. And then one night I accidentally erased it. Ooh. Yeah. And, and so, you know, <laughs> I was so furious because I thought, how could God guide me to write this book and then allow me to accidentally erase it? You know, how, oh. how could be? I was so upset because I only had like two more chapters to go. And then I was going to send it to an editor and go through that whole process. And I was so furious. I didn't try writing the book for a good, I'm going to say year and a half, maybe two years. Instead, I started doing workshops and I, I rented this cute little studio and I just had people come weekly and we did little workshops and I created little tiny fun workbooks and I did that for that time and then I decided okay it's time for me to write my book and when I sat down to write my book I realized that all those workshops I did was what needed to be in my book oh. and so just had to tie it all together it was basically done so I unknowingly wrote it that whole time I was furious <laughs> you know with my <laughs> with myself I was furious with God the universe I was I was just mad that how how could that be and it, it fell into place and it's better and and this is the most important thing I think that for me to see is that it was divine timing when my book was released it was August of last year and that's when people needed a miracle yes what my book is about it's believe it to receive it activate the miracles waiting for you and so it was divinely timed and unknowingly to me. And I've learned a lot just from that lesson that you might, you know, get a bump in the road or you get a detour in your life and you think, how could this be? And now I can trust that, you know, once again, it's, it's going to end up all right. Everything's going to work out. I love the fact that you didn't give up and that the, in the way that it happened, it's like, it was still happening and still moving forward, there it is, this gift. And your book does so well. So people are buying the book, leaving reviews. It, it is. I didn't have to pay for any advertising that first year. Stayed in the top 10. So I'm, I'm very blessed. Like I say, my book is a miracle. And, you know, and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful because I didn't know this was possible. You know, I, I don't know. I don't have other friends that are authors. I don't, I don't know about you because you wrote a book too. I'm not surrounded by authors. And, you know, I was the weird one, you know, that people are like, oh God, <laughs> you know, it's how, how is she going to bring money? How is she going to, you know, they were like worried about me and, and I, oh, you know, I just trusted, I just totally walked in faith and trusted and knew that I'd be guided at the moment I needed guidance what to do next so trust and faith and believe yes what I'm hearing and that yeah. if you distrust believe have faith and of course you have to take action because you did do that through your workshops and things can happen so anyone that's tuning in who's going through like this period of negativity what would you what additional information would you say they should buy the book what I wrote the book for is when I was doing hair, this is one of the reasons why I wrote the book the way I did. When I was doing hair, I didn't talk about negative stuff at the salon. You know, a lot of people feel like they come to gossip or they come to unload all their problems on you. And, and I didn't allow that. Mm. And I would talk about the latest book I've read, the positive movie I've seen. And what I noticed is these women would be like, oh, Bernadette, I love this book you told me about. I bought it. 
but I just didn't make time to read it or I only got halfway through it. So they weren't finishing books, you know, cause their life is so busy. So I made the book short to the point, easy to do. And that was most important as I wanted the typical working person to be able to actually have results and feel, you know, have some goals for that chapter. And I made it doable everyday tools to help you believe. So I think that a lot of people, you know, tell you have faith that it's going to happen. You need to believe it. And I feel that I help you learn how to believe, like how to walk in believing, how to walk in faith to allow that miracle. Because a lot of times it's our thinking and our negative talking and feelings that block our miracles or block our good from our life or just takes longer to get here. And so I would say the book would help them with that. If they're not a book person, no problem. They can just work on their thinking, you know, start talking more nice to yourself, positive. I like that. And then what about for the people who are surrounded around nothing but that negativity? And it's like right there in their face, it's your mother or it's your a relative that you just can't divorce, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I talk a little bit about that in the book. Oh, I love that. When you're wanting a healing, you know, like I was like your sickness, I kind of feel like our emotions show up in our bodies. Like Mm -hmm. now, you know, I didn't let it out and it showed up here and I just kept everything in. And when you're surrounded by those negative people, you have to surround yourself with positive stuff. So I have suggestions for other miracle books, other miracle movies, just to live in that world of miracles. So you begin to expect it. You know, you can't surround yourself with negative people all day and think you're going to be positive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're You're the odd man out in the group. (laughs) That your life is going to change if, you know, it's, yeah. So it's proven that, you know, people that are negative, when you start talking positive and you start talking about good things happening in your life or around the world, you know, even I concentrate on good stuff in the world going on, you know, miracle stories or anything like that, that makes me feel good inside other people that are negative and they're in that funk and they want to be miserable. They kind of fall away from you. Like oh, they, yeah. they don't want to be around you. Cause I was actually told by somebody that I was too bright. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good problem to have. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) I ever had, you know, because I never considered it. And I am, you know, it's like, I just, I try to be a light worker in the world. I try to bring light wherever I go. I try to give light. And so you'll just notice that naturally it's almost like God in the universe guides you away from those people. So even when it's a relative and stuff, it's kind of like you're in the other room when all the drama is going on, you don't hear it. You don't see it. It's like you literally are at someplace else because you're so positive. You're not aware to that negative, you know, to me, it's like a vibration. Oh, You're not, yeah. I've been at dinner tables and my family will be like, did you hear so-and-so say this at dinner? And I'm like, no, I must've been, you know, I didn't hear that <laughs> at all. I was I'm, in the good zone. <laughs> good stuff. I didn't hear that conversation. And so it's, it's doable. It's doable. Even when they're right there with you at the dinner table. Yeah, I love that. I love that you shared that because it's true. We have to be more mindful and intentional with the way that we think and the way that we speak and and all of that good stuff. So do you still do workshops now today? I haven't done workshops, you know, this COVID stuff, you know, it's, it's hard. 
but I miss them. That's where my heart is. I love a small group of people and just intimately getting to know each one of them. But I've done some Zoom type, I, I call it the Miracle Team, Miracle Book Club in, in my book. And it's about finding another person that's positive to go through the book with to help you. And if you can't find them, then I try to offer it once a year in my closed group for Believe It to Receive It. And that way that they can get that positive feedback, even if it's online, even if it's through social media, I think we're just learning how to send navigate. Light. Yeah. Through, through social media now, you know, I, I was a people person, but I'm having to learn how to do it things differently. That's good stuff. Your book is interactive where you can answer questions and I love interactive books. Do you have any other children? No, no, I only have my son. I realized being um, a mother with lots of children was not my life purpose. <laughs> <laughs> There's was, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I was one and done. And, you know, it worked out perfect for me. I, it's, yeah, he's wonderful. He's 22 years old now. He's wonderful. His, his dad and him are more alike. So me and my husband are opposites attract. So it's, you know, I give those kind of examples in the book too, because it's hard you know, being married with someone, being with them for 28 years and you're opposite, you know, I'm spiritual. I'm all heart. I'm all love. And he's all black and white bottom line. You know, that's what he wants. <laughs> black and white Bernadette. No, don't tell me a story. Just give me the facts bottom line. And so my son is a lot like his dad. He's a little bit like me. And Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, it's just, it's been a fun ride. It's been perfect. It just fell into place. We've always heard our entire life that is it opposites attract. Yes. We've yes. always heard that. But then whenever you try to bring it together to people would find that it was hard for them to marry the two growing up often here be equally or evenly yoked. Oh Yeah. It would make you deter from someone who is the complete opposite of you. But I think you know, that's how we grow. Well, I agree. And I find it weird too, because, you know, I was young when I met him. My husband was 17 and I was 19. Wow, so we met in college. We're friends first. And so I really liked him as a person and I couldn't figure out why nobody was dating him. And yeah, so it, it's just interesting. I got to know him as a person that, you know, not trying to impress you or anything, just got to know him. And it really balanced out my marriage to tell you the truth with my son, because I'm a fast reactor. You know, my son get into trouble. I'm yelling, you go to your room so I can calm down. <laughs> you know, I'm over the top full of words and emotion. And, you know, wait till your dad gets home. And then his dad would just be so calm and just be, you know, very level-headed and just handle things completely different than me. And so I learned to watch my husband with my son and it taught me a lot and it taught me the dynamics of you know men with males you know with children they talk different like he talks different to my son than he talked to me all through my son's life 
And so I've really learned a lot from my husband being opposite. And also because my husband's so black and white and bottom line, he is very successful. You know, I, I've been in meetings with him where he's adding up calculations in his head faster than the person on the calculator. Wow. You know, he's different. And so I've learned to appreciate the differences and not try to make him understand. I, when I was coaching and, and doing one-on-one -on -one with clients, a lot of times they want their mate, whether it's a man or female, to change and be more like them. I want to tell him why I'm the way I am and why it means so much to me to write this book or whatever. They, they want you to agree with them or change their mind. And I never felt like I had to do that with my husband. I, you know, we, we vote differently politically. So we don't talk about politics at the house. Now, my son and him talk about politics and they tease me trying to figure out what I voted for, who I voted for, <laughs> you know, fun little game they play. But yeah, those things, you know, a lot of people I know from when I was doing consulting, they won't date somebody who's not in the same politics, political beliefs as them. And I've learned to just expand my mind. I've just been expand my thinking to see how different people think you know, and what, and what makes them who they are really. And it has nothing to do with me, you know? And so it's just interesting to me to, to see the opposites attract. I, it, I'll tell you what, I highly suggest it, but it's not for the weak. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you gotta be, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta be strong and able to hold it together all on your own because you, you know, I'm not doing all the activities. My husband's a real outdoorsy person and I'm not. And so I'm not doing all those activities and I don't mind because I enjoy that time to meditate or go hang out with my girlfriends or yoga or something. And so I've just learned that I don't have to be his twin, you know, because a lot of times yeah. we just do things separately, but we still meet back together. In 28 years, it's working. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting that you brought this up. I was having a conversation with someone yesterday that was sharing with me how their family has now broken apart because of COVID, they don't agree with the shots and who, who got them and who didn't, they have different beliefs. And so they're all separating and, and friendships are falling apart because it's about who you voted for. And no, if you don't agree with me, then we can't be friends. And they're taking that like to a whole nother level that we have not really seen in the past and allowing things to fall apart as far as relationships and that love is not strong enough to keep it together. So I love that you're sharing this after 28 years, who wants to be married to their twin? I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I've learned a lot. It's expanded my heart more. It's expanded my strength and my dependency on God and faith and understanding to not be dependent on my husband's, you know, what makes him happy. It's like, I don't need what makes him happy to make me happy. We have other things in common. We've got the same sense of humor. He gets me too. Like I'm, I'm one of those shiny pennies that stand out <laughs> different, like even like clothes. Like I love to sparkle all the time. And, and <laughs> my friends are like, Oh, you're dressed up today. Or woo, you're a little bright for me. And I'm just like, yeah, this, you know, this is me. And like, he just knows that's who I am and he just accepts it. And I think that that's just what it is. We accept each other, but I have family members, you know, my extended family, we disagree about the vaccines and I just say, but there's no talking about vaccines here. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it. I remind my son before other family members come over, we're not talking about that stuff. Yeah. 
We're just, so I just don't talk about politics. I just don't talk about other stuff. I spend time and energy on what we have in common or what's going on in my life and what's going on in your life. To me, that's just more important because you can't change somebody's beliefs. And I think a lot of people are wanting to change somebody's beliefs and you just can't do it. You know, I still love you. Let's not talk about that. Oh, I love that advice. You know what it is? A lot of times we get stuck in like our belief systems that we've had since we were kids. And when you're hearing certain messages, it's saying they're different. You don't want to be like them. They need to be like us. Even when it gets into like race and just all of that, it has a lot to do with all of that stuff. And it's hard for people sometimes to wrap their mind around being different is not like a bad thing. Imagine if everybody in the entire world was the exact same. It would be like a boring world to be in. I think, right? If everybody yeah. thought, yeah, it would be, it would be boring. And I wouldn't learn anything. You know, I learn a lot from watching other people Absolutely. and watching their life. And I'll ask people too, you know, I have friends that are successful or they did something amazing. I'll be like, so tell me, what's it like to think like that when you're doing that? Like what's going on? Like I have friends that race through my husband, you know, they do different kinds of racing and stuff. It's like, what are you thinking about while you're doing that? You know, cause that type of stuff scares me. I would never even you mean race. race like in a car. Yeah. So we have a friend that does little stuff here, like derbies and fun stuff, but it's just things that I would never do. Like, I don't find that it's fun. We also have friends that snowmobile and my son snowmobile raced for a long time. So, you know, and I'm not even a snow person, like I'm fair weather, sunny girl. I should live in California or somewhere warm. All <laughs> Arizona. I, in, I fantasize about Arizona all the time, but I live in Colorado. Which and is nice, by the way, I love Colorado. It, it, it is. And I'm right on the border of Utah. So my winters aren't as bad as Denver. You know, that Denver's five hours away or four, or four hours away. But, um, you know, like my son, I'd be, you know, we'd, I would travel. He was young growing up and we would travel every single weekend to Montana and all these places with big mountains and snow. And I, you know, hate snow. So I had to change my thinking. Like, oh, I get more family time. I get to experience this with my son. It's his love, you know, to race. And I would ask him, you know, what's it like? Like, tell me what you like about snow. Tell, tell me what it is you like about snow. Because I've, I've tried to, you know, those type of questions I ask help me start transforming my thinking. Mm-hmm. I start, I, I feel like it's reprogramming my thinking. I start thinking more beautiful, you know, oh, this is beautiful. Aren't those trees pretty with all that snow? You know, I try to start noticing different stuff about snow instead of what I naturally see about snow. And he's like, oh, mom, I love snow because it's, it's cold. And I love cold because I hate being hot. And I love what I learned from my son is snowmobiling for him. Uphill racing is what he did is like meditation. So everything he told me, I was like, oh, that's what it's like to meditate for me or, or do yoga, right? You've got to be right here in the moment. You're experiencing it and you're nowhere else. Nothing else is going on in your life. You know, I just learned to appreciate and ask questions of people that are different than me because I want to learn from it. I want, mm-hmm. I want, to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be black and white. You know, I want to be gray and I want to be able to understand and, and try, you know, try to do better, not, not be stuck with, I hate snow. Cause right. that can be you know, if you hate snow, then you're depressed all winter. And so <laughs> I'm not going back there. I'm, I'm not going to go back to that. So it's, it's been fun. Wow. I love your share. Good stuff. So your advice for someone, the first step they should do is what? 
So if they're in a negative situation of surrounded by people that are negative, or if their health is negative, you know, they're not, it's not doing well. First things first is change your thinking. Start talking more positive to yourself. Start talking and not talking about the negative stuff. You know, stop talking about your health issues. If you're with family members that are negative, stop talking about that negative topic, you know, because we know they're buttons. It's mostly politics, vaccine, sickness, illness. You've really got to expand your thinking and think about other things to talk about when you're with them. And personally, that's why I started saying, oh, have you ever read this book? You know, oh, I just saw a movie. I think you'd like it because, you know, so I just learned new things to talk about. And you just got to find something that makes you feel happy to talk about. And if you're having a hard time finding new ways to think and talk, I cover that in my book and I make it really easy to help you change that way. You being a coach, you probably have seen this too. Most people don't hear themselves. No, they don't hear how negative they are. To me, your words are your wand. You're like calling in. You know, I'll never do that. I won't be successful. I don't know how I'm going to make money with a book. You know, you're calling it. Those are affirmations. You're affirming all the stuff that you don't want. Exactly. And so you need to start affirming what you want and people feel like they're lying, right? Mm -hmm. Well, burn money from this and I'm not found my true love yet. And I, and I'm like, I don't care. You know, you talk, you talk more like, I know Valentine's day, I'm going to have to get a gift for somebody. You just start talking about it. And lucky for me, I have two people in my life. You should at least try to find one that you have this agreement with where we can just talk about our higher self and our higher intentions around that person. You don't have to explain stuff. So I have a, a girlfriend when I got COVID and, you know, I'm not feeling good. I call her up and I'm like, okay, let's talk about how healthy I'm feeling. And she's like, oh. <laughs> You know, and we sit there and talk about what it's like to feel good and feel healthy. And, and so she just kind of just feeds it with me. And she was like, okay, I want to tell you about how much money I'm making. I'm like, okay, tell me about that. And so I just have what, two people in my life that I can just, I don't have to say we're going to pretend or anything that we just, okay, I need to talk about how healthy I am today. I need to talk about uh, how I'm a money magnet and you're a money magnet too, you know, and it just feeds each other and you just need that positive person in your life that sees you and believes in you that yes, you are healthy or yes, you are a money magnet or you found your true love. I mean, those are like the three big things that people get upset about. That's all we need is one or two people. You don't have to have a hundred. You don't have to have like this huge gigantic circle. And I think that's what happens is that we're thinking that we need 50 different people and to be around a large crowd in order for us to thrive, you know, but I love that share. If someone wanted to pick up the book, where can they grab the book again? So Amazon and Barnes and Noble, and I just saw it on Target too. So that's kind of neat. That is because Target is like a store that you go into. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I used to call it Target. (laughs) And I would be like, I'm at Target. And in there, like, I love Target, you know? I was surprised to see the book was there, you know, at least online listed through Target. So it was just interesting. Like, wow. I love it. That's good stuff. And the name of the book again is Believe It to Receive It, Activate the Miracles Waiting for You. I love it. I love miracles. And I do believe in miracles. And I know that they do happen. You were birthed with this book. And Mm -hmm. 
I'm glad that you were birthed with it and followed your spirit, that intuition to just pick up the pen and just start writing or, well, back then you probably typed it out. Same thing. <laughs> well, I think, I think this is an important, something that you're saying. So I, I'm not good at typing. I'm not good with technology. I did voice dictation for my whole book. Mostly 95% of my book is voice dictation. So I didn't even let the ability that I am not a good typer or good with technology stop me. I just found a, another door, you know, found a computer that's primarily I could do voice dictation. So don't let your negative stuff stop you from your, your goals. Good stuff. Good stuff. If someone wanted to connect with you, are they able to do that? So we have my website, the miracleologist.com and there's it's miracle dash ologist.com. And they, I have an email there. They can email me. And then I have my Facebook page, which is the miracle dash ologist also. And that way they can get on the Facebook page, positive stuff coming to them every day, you know, mm -hmm. just positive ideas, positive things to help you call in your miracles, positive, and they can message me there too. I so. love it. I enjoy talking with you. I love your story and thank you for writing your book and sharing. And I do believe that some people think that books are like going out of style or whatever you would call it, but books, Bernadette are here to stay because we're still pulling knowledge from books that were written like way back. Yes. Yeah. So books are always going to be here to stay. And I think that they do make great gifts to people. And when a book can lift someone up and they're interactive, I love those kind of books. Thank you for writing your book and for sharing the gifts. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Again, thank you, Bernadette, for coming on Authentic Talks. And you guys, don't forget to pick up her book, available on Amazon, author of Believe It to Receive It, Activate the Miracles Waiting for You. You guys, this book has been a number one best-selling book or within the top five for months and months. And it, it toggles between first place and third place. So definitely check out the book and be sure to leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with family members and friends. And if you have not had a chance to hit the subscribe button, what are you waiting for? Hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss an episode once I upload a show. You guys, my takeaway for today's episode is trust, believe, faith. And I think when we have those things and we take action, we can call in miracles in our life. And I definitely do believe in miracles. And so I loved talking about that. Absolutely. And relationships. You don't have to be your significant other's twin. That was another takeaway for me. And there are so many. Go back, listen to the episode again, and definitely connect with Bernadette if the show resonated with you. And again, you guys, I'm sending you all tons of positive energy, lots of love. And my book is available on Amazon. Jam with me, A Journey to Your Higher Self. Pick up a pen. Journaling is good for your mental health. And book two of the Jam series will be available March the 26th of 2022. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm Shantae with Authentic Talks. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.